Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Well, as I as I said earlier, I want to dedicate this the merit of this evening to Fran Macy, who is still uh, um, at Joanna's, lying in bed there. Um, and uh, two weeks ago, I gave a talk to uh, for Don Flaxman, the former president of the board and dear friend. And he, he passed away on Saturday, and Fran passed away on Thursday, on Tuesday. And I uh, also want to mention that Alan Liu, Reverend Alan Liu, uh, died unexpectedly also this last week. So we lost a, a three really wonderful human beings. Um, and this has been a pretty unusual, extraordinary week. Uh, I... I once somebody is elected, the, the general spirit is that everybody gets behind the person who's elected and uh, the partisanship is kind of put aside. Uh, so it gives me um, a great delight to not have to hold back and, uh, and, <laughs> and say, I'm, I'm with you, uh, and, um, and just to celebrate uh, and to digest what this is all what this all means uh, to us personally how uh, uh, what this means internally and externally I don't know even about what it means but how it feels as well it's just it seems like a good time for people to get together and and feel the connection I mean it was so amazing when I, I see all the people who who were out in the cold and couldn't see anything except by the jumbotron that they were near, but just wanting to stay connected to that special energy, there's something in us that that is hungry for that connection of shared celebration and joy. Uh, and I was very happy to be in front of my TV watching that uh, uh, with with Jane and and delighting in it, um, and as the reporters kept on naming the the journalists kept on naming that they'd never experienced or seen anything like this before. For Fran Macy, who is 82, uh, who is about to turn 82, uh, amazingly enough, with his vibrancy. Uh, to say, this is the happiest day of my life. It's an indication that something unusual has happened. I spoke about about this uh, not that long ago, so I I don't want this to be uh, a a repetition of of uh, of an ode to Obama. Um, I could easily do that, but it's more... It's more the internal experience and our experience. I'll say some words and also want us to reflect on uh, our personal experience. 
um, people wanting to come together to share good energy, it seems like if your team is in the Super Bowl, you know, or you're there's a there's a shared joy with a city that can that can happen you know we we have those moments but for a whole not only a whole country but a whole world to be aligned given the fact that not every single person might feel what i'm feeling and what perhaps many most of you are feeling but for there to be a shared opening to possibility and a, a, a shift from looking at the world as a fearful place to seeing the world with unlimited possibility to move towards consciousness and bringing out the, the best in us, um, I've never experienced anything like that before. Uh, and it just, I still keep on, as perhaps you do, every now and then kind of pinch myself and say, is this really happening? Is, we put in our dues for so long. When I think of all the, the leaders over the last 40 years, 45 years in, in, in my life, that... Um, that didn't quite inspire the few that were for me inspirational in their being. Jimmy Carter, I thought, was a really is a, is a really a wonderful human being, and there might have been a glimmer of inspiration with with one other president who kind of uh, then didn't quite live up to my my hopes and ideals. But um, partisanship aside, for there to be a kind of organizer who his talent is to bring out the best in people and align the energy. The way I, I, I often look in, at the world in terms of energy fields, like this room, when we sit and we are meeting in the stillness, meeting in the silence, and all the stories kind of fall away and we meet in that place of connection, of simply receiving life in the moment, there is an alignment of energy that's quite extraordinary, that's quite intimate, that's, that's amazingly connecting. People feel so close at the end of a, of a retreat where they haven't even looked at each other in the eye because they've shared the silence and have aligned in their mutual commitment to truth and for there to be that the conditions arising for that to happen on a global scale um, by this master organizer who brings out the best in us, a community organizer who's now, uh, I think, perhaps seeing himself as uh, the community is not just the United States, but the world. That he is the community, the vision that I get is one of, of uniting a world that we can bring out the best in each other. 
So to first unleash such positive energy is extraordinary. And then the, then the question is, you know, how to harness it? Because it's pretty, as his speech said, uh, these are difficult times. But that's what also brings out the best in people, isn't it? And I'm, I, I want to share with you one of my, before I go on, one of my favorite quotes. I've, I've shared this from time to time, and it's so appropriate given that this is Fran's, uh, a dedication to Fran Macy, a quote by uh, John Seed, who is uh, one of the, the great voices of deep ecology, who has done a lot of teaching uh, with Joanna Macy. He's from Australia. And uh, with, with Joanna and Fran, very, very deep, close friends. Uh, a quote that really inspired me many years ago. This is from 1991 in an, in, uh, an interview that Ramdas uh, had with him, asking about how do you, how do you deal with all the, 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 the challenges that we face? And John Seed said, in the end, nothing but a miracle would be of any use at this time. When you look at the rate of destruction, whether it's of the rainforest or the ozone layer, the climate, all of these things that are happening, and if you were able to multiply all the efforts by conservationists by a factor of 10 or even 100, it might not be enough. So there's nothing on the horizon that can help us, you might say. And then you think, well, what kind of a miracle would be needed for things to change? Well, it would be a very simple one, really. All that would be needed would be for human beings to wake up one day different than they were the day before, realizing that this is the end unless we make changes, and then deciding to make the change together. That doesn't seem like a very likely thing to happen, but on the other hand, the whole road that we've traveled is so littered with miracles that it's only our strange kind of modern psyche that refuses to see it. I mean, the miracle of being descended from a fish that chose to leave the water to walk on land. With a pedigree like that, anything is possible. <laughs> and so... For me, anyway, it seems like just the, a glimpse of the impossibility, of the impossible, has happened where maybe it is possible. Who knows? Maybe things are too late. As, as I've said before, Roger Walsh, my, my dear friend and inspiration, says, you know, it's a race between fear and consciousness. But the alignment of consciousness... Um, is unstoppable and stronger than any fear, than any doubt, any confusion. And so first to celebrate the collective joy, if you're feeling, and it might, I realize this might not be for everyone, maybe some, understandably, there can be great skepticism. You know, and you say, oh, well, Come on, get real now. You know, there, there's a lot that needs to be done. Let's not be a Pollyanna about it. But for just a few moments to celebrate the shift that can open up to who knows what, 
rather than assuming only the worst, once possibilities open in the mind, whatever we can conceive and believe, it's possible to achieve. And some people say, oh, it's, it's just, there's so much dukkha, there's so much fear, and the job is just too big, and you have such high expectations, and let's not, let's not kid ourselves here. You know, he'll, he'll fail. And as I was sharing with my, my friends today, you know, he's, it's not up to him to pass or fail. He, he won't fail. If things don't work out, it's not because he failed. His job, and he's done a pretty good job so far, is to inspire, to lead, to have a vision, to have a core decency of values that people can be moved by, to align and harness our energy, and to bring out the best in us. And then it's up, us, up to us to see if we pass or fail. But to do the best that we can is a joyful experience. It can be a joyful experience. The joy of contribution. And again, it's fitting because of uh, Fran and Joanna so much with, with me and uh, with us tonight that I think of... Um, one of Joanna and Fran's main inspirations, uh, uh, A.T. Aryaratna, who founded the Sarvodia movement in Sri Lanka, a very profound and um, uh, impactful movement, which um, I think close to 85% of the villages of, in Sri Lanka have been touched by Sarvodia. Sarvodia means the awakening of all. And I was very fortunate. I met Aryaratna before I met Joanna. In fact, he was the one who said, you should meet this woman, Joanna Macy. This is in 1982. Uh, and uh, because she's doing the kind of work that I think you'd be inspired by. And Jane and I were there in, in Sri Lanka. And it was amazing, the organization that he had done. And what he, what he would do would, as I've mentioned here from time to time, he trained um, people to go out in the community, community organizers, actually, and bring people together and find out what was needed in the community. And rather than bringing in outside help, create the conditions for people to, um, to work together for a common shared goal and project that everyone could benefit from. And I said, gosh, you know, how do you do that? What's... How are you so successful? And um, he said, you know, it's simple really. If you train people to come and give others an opportunity to work together, that once, once people work together toward a shared goal that benefits everyone, the, the joy of that generosity of spirit, the joy of that feeling of contribu contribution and making a difference is so good that people want to keep on working together. People want to keep on 
bringing out the best in each other. So it's mostly giving people an opportunity to experience that joy of a spirit of generosity. And I remember actually when I first met uh, Joanna, when they, uh, he, she and Fran were living in, in Washington, D.C., and then they moved out to California, and, uh, and we met, and we did what's called a shramadana in uh, Sarvodia, where you create these little pro- a little project that everybody does together. And it was like uh, cleaning up uh, one part of Ohlone Park here in Berkeley. And I, rem- I remember we were talking about it the other day, uh, yesterday, actually, uh, with Joanna. You know, this is like 25 years ago, uh, where we just got together, maybe about, oh, 25, 30 of us, and um, you know, picked up some paper. We actually uh, we have these these kind of opportunities a lot that Ghidra and others organize, cleaning up the the shoreline and uh, things like that. But for me, the, it was like it was so exciting to get together and do it as a Dharma practice, do it as as a, a spirit of contribution. Uh, I remember it all these years later, a Shramadana. But the idea is to give people an opportunity to do something to find out what really moves you and work with with others. That's what he was talking about in his speech. By the way, you know, when I when I read that when I first heard the speech, I must confess, I've I've heard it now three times fully. The first time I was kind of still on the the oath that was flubbed and (laughs) say, oh my God, is he is he is he thinking about that? I know I would have been thinking about that if we're, if we're me then having to give you know a speech of my life. And it was like, oh well, that you know it's, it was good. it wasn't like the victory speech after the election, you know. But then I heard, listened to it a second time, and then watched it a third time as I was part of a, a really wonderful gathering that evening, and they had it on the video screen. If you haven't heard it more than once, I really recommend you doing that. Because it is a phenomenal piece of inspiration where he talks about the sobering job in front of us and that we are called to bring out the best in us. What an incredible opportunity to make a contribution, to really feel a part of something so much bigger than ourselves. And so I see part of his calling, finding, finding your passion, finding, I think I was just told, Jane told me that uh, they put out a, a, an email where you have different, different things, that, uh, different projects that might inspire you because he's calling people to service. That you can work with others and feel that connection because you want to make a difference in the world. And uh, we have on that Sangha survey the different service projects or uh, thoughts about if that's something you're interested in or or maybe joining an existing project. That um, This is a time to reflect on how you can make a difference in the world. And you might be saying, oh my God, I'm doing more than I possibly can. My cup is so, my plate is so full, I'm going to get indigestion. And 
And this is perhaps true for many of us. So this is not like you've got to sign up tomorrow. Part of your bodhisattva practice in making a difference in the world is waking up to your full potential. And in order to do that, that might mean for you to first find a way to take care of yourself and come into balance. Just as the movement of deep ecology is about finding balance. It's not about burning yourself out. So it's not that we're all supposed to run out and save the world, but that we need to find whatever we're doing in the context of our Dharma practice, particularly whether it's in the spirit of service or in a spirit of retreat and depth of connection with ourselves, that we're doing it for the benefit of all beings. I want to share with you, probably you've seen this, um, when it came, when he first, the day after he was elected, uh, November 5th, Alice Walker's advice to, to now President Obama. I haven't said that uh, out loud in a, it sounds so good. Ooh, you want to say it with me? One, two, three. President Obama. <laughs> This is her advice. I would advise you, Alice Walker says, to remember that you did not create the disasters that the world is experiencing, and you alone are not responsible for bringing the world back to balance. A primary responsibility that you do have, however, is to cultivate happiness in your own life. To make a schedule that permits sufficient time of rest and play with your gorgeous wife and lovely daughters, and so on. One gathers that your family is large. We are used to seeing men in the White House soon become juiceless and as white-haired as the building. We notice their wives and children looking strained and stressed. They soon have smiles so lacking in joy that they remind us of scissors. There is, this is no way to lead, nor does your family deserve this fate. One way of thinking about all this is, it is so bad now that there is no excuse not to relax. <laughs> From your happy, relaxed state, you can model real success, which is all that so many people in the world really want. They may buy endless cars and houses and furs and gobble up all the attention and space they can manage or barely manage, but this is because it is not yet clear to them that success is truly an inside job. That, that it is within the reach of almost everyone. So that's just a, a cautionary note on feeling like it's up to you to carry the world on your shoulders. It's not even up to him to carry the world on his shoulders as much as I, could only, I can't conceive of the, the pressure that he carries with such grace that 
okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's up to us to find our own balance and and come from a place of, of dare I say, joy in, in sharing and our, our, our caring for each other and for the world. And so if the work is inner work that says, I need to go on retreat, I need to go for a walk in nature today, I need to spend time with the people I really love and connect and nourish myself or take care of my body or take care of my heart or take care of my mind. Beautiful. Do that as an act of love for everybody in in your life and in the world. And when you have the energy and the inspiration and the motivation and the juice that says, now I've got it. I've got what I need to go in there and feel the joy of serving and connecting and sharing my love. Beautiful. Do it with that spirit of service, not out of fear that says, if we don't do it right now, everything's going to, going to, you know, all hell is going to break loose. Do it from a place of joy because that's the most magnetizing energy. That's the brilliance in, I think, what he has to share. That it's, what does he say? Calling out our better angels. How can you do that? Fear does not do that. Love does that. So um, I just would like us to reflect for a few moments, and uh, then in a, uh, then we'll just share both with each other. We have some time, and then with a large group, just reflect. You can go inside a little bit of a guided invitation. First, um, what has been your experience this week? And whatever your experience is absolutely fine. might ask you this one, how does it feel to be an American right now? And what has this... How has this impacted you? And uh, what are the possibilities that you see for our country, for our world, with this perhaps, as he, as he said or pointed to, uh, something of a tectonic shift. What possibilities does this allow or open up to? And if you can get in touch with the most inspiring vision, that's something that you can silently convey in your energy as you go about in your life. Because the more we can hold it, the more magnetizing and contagious it is.
How does that feel to open up to those possibilities? Let yourself feel it. And then finally, what part could you see yourself playing? What can I do? What's my role in this generosity of spirit? What do I need to do, whether it's taking care of myself or, or an attitude that can bring out the best in me or in others, or a vision of how you can contribute, whether now or five years from now, Let yourself open up to it. Now's the time to vision along with all of us. Okay, and now um, let's talk with each other. You can share, I think, uh, triads or dyads, if if you'd like. Uh, You can, there's, you don't have to stay with any particular question, but if you want to even just talk about what you're feeling these days, how it's impacting you, and what uh, what it's moving through you, um, and hear and witness each other and making this a mini mudita experience. Mudita is sympathetic joy where we're all rooting for the best in each other. Um, then it can be a, a part of extending our practice in, in real time. We'll take, uh, oh, maybe about uh, 10 minutes for that and we'll come back for a few uh, minutes together as a group. So you might turn to somebody near you, a couple of people, and and share what it's like. If you need uh, to connect and look around for somebody else, and uh, you can join a duo in a threesome.
Just another minute or so. start winding up and thank your partners. Just for a moment go inside and notice how you feel. Let yourself feel it fully. Pretty good energy here. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Uh, it's we're almost out of time, and it seems like you've said everything that you need to say. If there's one comment, let's take one comment as a group comment. Make it speak for all of us. If you want to, there's there's one one la- one invitation. Let it move through you. Mm. If not, here we go. Shelby, right? This better be good. Yeah. No, no. Done. Right close to your mouth. One word. Meta. Meta. Yeah. Beautiful. Because that will lead into what I wanted to do. <laughs> I, the, the choice was to get a few comments or end with a song. And it, just as I was leaving the, the house, I said, this might be a good good evening to sing. So I, I wanted to, uh, I, I was sitting actually uh, until just before the, uh, I was doing a self-retreat uh, just before the inauguration. Uh, I figured it's been the last few days and in self-retreat and come out with my uh, present. And I missed the um, the concert uh, special. By the way, if anybody has taped it, I'd love to see it. Uh, that was on just the, the uh, I think, Sunday night, I guess. And I heard that uh, James Taylor, who's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite people in the world, sang one of my favorite songs about Meta. 
and uh, thought we could sing it together because this is really what I think Obama's message is, which is uh, shower the people you love with love. You can play the game, you can act out the part, and if you don't know that part, then just sing along when it gets to the chorus. You can play the game and you can act out the part Though you know it wasn't written for you Tell me how can you Tell me how can you stand there With your broken heart Shamed of playing the fool One thing can lead One thing can lead to another It doesn't take any sacrifice Oh father and mother Oh father and mother Sister and brother, if it feels nice, don't think twice. Just shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Things are going to work out fine if you only will. Do as I say. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Things are going to be much better if you only will. You can run, but you cannot hide. You can run, but you cannot hide. This is widely known, what you plan to do. Now what you plan to do with your foolish pride when you're all by yourself alone. Once you tell somebody, once you tell somebody the way that you feel, You can feel it beginning to ease. Think it's true. Think it's true what they say about the squeaky wheel. Always getting the grease. It's better to shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Things are going to work out fine if you only will. What I'd like to do to you is shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Things are going to be much better if you only will. We'll all fade out beautifully. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. All right. That's your instruction. Okay, so we'll do a a short loving kindness, and I want to bring Fran Macy here with us. Fran, feel all the love and the goodness. That's coming your way. Feel all the goodness in your heart and all the good works that you've done in your life and let it carry you on your journey.
and feel all the goodness in your own heart that wants to come out, that longs to come out, that delights in coming out. And send yourself some kindness and love. May I feel all the love inside and share my love well. May I know that peace is right inside me and have it be a home when I get confused and lost. May I share my caring and my compassion with everyone in my life. And may my practice be a a gift of generosity to all beings everywhere. And sending those thoughts out to everyone here and all beings in all directions and including protecting this new special leader and his family. And all the people who want to do good in the world and all the people in their confusion who don't understand that, omitting none, may all see their true nature and share the goodness inside of them. May all realize that we're not separate and we need each other. May all feel the joy of caring and expressing your generous heart. May all see through their fears and confusion and let their confusion dawn as wisdom. May all see their true nature. And may our coming here together be of benefit to ourselves, to everyone in our life, and be a gift and benefit to all beings everywhere. May all beings be happy and peaceful. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.